bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello everyone, I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, FIFA World Cup opens in Doha, Qatar with Chinese elements seen in and out of the stadium. China's central bank issued 25 billion yuan of bills in Hong Kong. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. From manufacturing, brand marketing to cultural derivatives, Chinese elements abound both on and off the field of the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 that kicked off last night. China Railway Construction Corporations designed and built one of the Qatar World Cup's main stadiums, Lusail Stadium, which is the largest and most advanced one among professional soccer stadiums built by Chinese enterprises. In addition, Chinese firm Yudut Numin is the provider of the LED big screen for the World Cup. The Alcazar 800-megawatt photovoltaic plant designed and built by the Power Construction Corporation of China has been put into operation, providing green energy to the World Cup. And China Energy Engineering Corporation and China Gejoba Group took part in building the super-large impounding reservoir, offering clean drinking water to the World Cup. More than 3,000 China-made vehicles provide shuttle service to venues of the World Cup, with all 888 new energy vehicles serving the competition from Chinese company Yutong, a quarter of total vehicles in operation for the game. Yiwu Sports Goods Association estimates that made in Yiwu has accounted for nearly 70% of the World Cup's peripheral goods market share, from flags to Qatar World Cup round of 32 to ornament and throw pillows. Chinese brands are also betting on a mounting sponsorship to enhance their international influence, according to Global Data, a consulting and analytic company headquartered in London. Wanda Group, Hisense Group, Vivo and Dairy Company Mengyu are four official Chinese sponsors of FIFA, while Wanda has become one of FIFA's seven corporate partners. The commercial property giant signed an 850 million US dollars deal for 15 years with FIFA up until the 2030 tournament. Data showed that Chinese companies provided more sponsorship revenue than companies from any other country at the 2022 World Cup, ranking as the world's top with nearly 1.4 billion US dollars, exceeding that of US at 1.1 billion US dollars. And as the craze of the World Cup soccer tournament spread across the globe, Chinese internet platforms are rushing to join the carnival and compete for the huge number of sport fans in the country by offering a metaverse-like viewing experience enabled by 5G and virtual reality. Chinese streaming service Migu, a subsidiary of China Mobile, and Douyin are sharing digital coverage of the event with state-owned broadcaster China Media Group. Migu announced plans to hold the Metaverse World Cup Music Festival and a surprise visitor from 2070 will appear at the event, while Douyin's VR headset maker Pico said users can watch live broadcasts of the World Cup using its VR goggles, enabling soccer fans to invite their friends from afar into their own digital rooms to watch matches together. Moving on to some regional highlights. China's financial hub Shanghai is expected to have over 77,000 5G-based stations by the end of 2023 as part of the city's effort to boost 5G coverage, local authorities said. 
more than 4,000 commercial buildings and major public buildings would achieve indoor 5G coverage, and 90% of the city would have access to 5G services by the end of next year, according to an action plan released by the Shanghai Communications Administration on Friday. Next on industry and company news, China's oil and gas producer PetroChina Saturday started to extract natural gas to fill the Hutubi natural gas storage tank in Xinjiang, which is the largest of its kind in China. With a designed gas storage capacity of 10.7 billion cubic meters, the Hutubi gas storage facility connects to China's second west-to-east natural gas pipeline and plays a vital role in the seasonal peak regulation of gas reserves in northern Xinjiang. China has achieved a new world efficiency record at 26.81% for silicon solar cells, according to the certification report of ISFH in Hemel, Germany. Chinese solar giant Longji Green Energy Technologies said on Saturday. A Japanese company set the previous PV efficiency record at 26.7% in 2017. Shares of Best Store fluctuated after the Chinese snack retailer revealed another stock reduction involving the famous private equity firm Hill House. Hill House will transfer nearly 5.6% stake in the fruit and nut snack seller due to capital needs, Best Store said in a statement yesterday. The announcement came only two days after the company said three other shareholders have finished reducing their holdings. Shanghai Disney Resort has rebutted a rumor that its theme park will close its stores for good on December 15. The screenshot of a document circulating online that purports to show Shanghai Disneyland will cease operations is fake, the resort said Friday. Shanghai Disney Resort began its first phase of reopening on Thursday, it is said, after temporarily closing on October 31st in appliance with COVID-19 regulations, following a visitor's positive test results. Disney Town, Wishing Star Park and Shanghai Disney Hotel have all resumed operations. Leading Chinese venture capital company Lightspeed China Partners has invested almost 100 million yuan in the Series A fundraiser of Daesh Intelligent Technology, a Chinese startup of navigation products, science and technology. The proceeds will be used to enhance delivery ability, broaden product lineup, and strengthen the ability of market expansion of Daesh, the startup said in a release today. Switching gears to financial news, China's financial regulators voiced support of financing for certain property developers, the latest effort by policymakers to address the real estate crisis and bolster economic growth. Yi Huiman, chairman of the China Securities Regulatory Commission, said on a forum today that China should pay close attention to the difficulties and challenges facing the real estate sector, and the CSIC will give support to quality developers in improving their balance sheets. Yi vowed to continue to support reasonable bond financing, M&As and restructuring, as well as equity financing of real estate firms with good record. China's central bank issued 25 billion yuan worth of central bank bills in the Hong Kong SADA on Monday. Of the total, 10 billion yuan worth of central bank bills will mature in three months, and the other 15 billion yuan will mature in one year, with respective interest rates of 2.09% and 2.5%, according to the People's Bank of China. The issuance was well received by overseas investors, with total bidding reaching about 55 billion yuan, roughly 2.2 times the value issued. 
China's one-year loan prime rate, or LPR, a market-based benchmark lending rate, came in at 3.65% Monday, unchanged from the previous month. The over-five-year LPR, on which many lenders base their mortgage rate, also remained unchanged from the previous reading of 4.3%, according to the National Interbank Funding Center. China's securities regulator has made public the first batch of financial institutions authorized to sell private pensions. Some 14 brokerages, 16 banks and 7 independent funds made a list of private pension providers, the CSRC revealed on Friday. Wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market. Chinese stocks failed on Monday as the country fights numerous COVID flare-ups. The benchmark Shanghai Composite slid 0.39% and the Shenzhen component edged down 0.41%. Hong Kong stocks suffered more losses as the Hang Seng lost 1.87%, while the tech index declined 2.96%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.